It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Lisa Murphy. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. After we were done with that last session, though, I was like, I want to keep talking about this. I think there's always room for a nice little reminder as to just how and why those early experiences are so important. And of course, as soon as you were like wrapped it up, I was like, oh, I wanted to name drop Jane Healy. I wanted to, I wanted to, and I realized that, uh, that it was perhaps a follow-up session. All so, right. Well, well, where do you where do you want to start? Well, I think I want to start with Jane Healy. Uh, Jane Healy. One of my favorite quotes from her is that children need experiences to attach words to, which is poor grammar, but it's very true. Um, and it, it it calls to mind the old uh, worksheet. Excuse me, worksheet of coloring in an apple versus actually giving them an apple. Right. So if it's Apple Week. Let's make sure that it is as real as possible because you're not going to get all of that literal juicy language from a piece of paper. But if I give you a real apple and time, we're going to get all sorts of juicy words. Yeah. Um, so I've been, tell me if I was, if this is related, um, we've got this uh, Operation Mountain Goat thing going on that Tosh and I have been preparing for, for, hey, I've been talking, what? I don't know about Operation Mountain. Well, Goat. you kind of you kind of do. We're we're making this big change, right? We've been we've been planning on it for 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 months. Oh, is this um, the big change that you haven't told me about yet? I haven't told anybody. Not just oh, you, Lisa. I Murphy. didn't know it told... had a name though. I didn't. Yeah, know it's it Operation, Operation Operation Mountain, Mountain Goat. Goat. Operation okay. Mountain Goat is the name of it. I've talked on the podcast uh, a, a number of times before. And so actually today, we're with 30 days from today as we record this, Operation Mountain Goat uh, officially begins. But anyway, I was I, in pre- preparation for Operation Mountain Goat. I realized I'm going to need new vocabulary because I'm going to be having daily experiences that are different than my current lived experience. Okay. And, and so I'm going to need new language for this. And I was trying to, I've been trying to do some vocabulary building just because there were, there were, there, there are words and things that I'm, I'm, I'm linguistically unaware of because I haven't had that, that daily in the moment exposure that's going to, and that's going to be changing. And, um, so that's kind of related to this because, because these things weren't part of my experience, they weren't words that I needed. And now they're going to be words that I, that I, well, maybe I don't need, but I, that I want because it's going to make the experience richer. And to that, I'm going to add 
that you can do all of that prep and that planning, but probably when you're actually having the experience, you're going to find the words that you really are needing. Yeah, yeah. or they're or, or and they're gonna get they're gonna stick better. And, right. And talking so about thought, the neurons, right? The firing, you start using it even as an adult, it's you're gonna that myelinization or they're gonna neurons attach to other neurons and you start using them and it's gonna make that super highway of connectivity for you. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be trickier as an adult. Yeah. And so that's why my, my plan is, okay, I expose myself to this, this vocabulary ahead of time, just so I'm aware of, of, of some sure. of this language. And then when I'm having the real experience, I think, oh, that's that. Um, and Are you and- able to give us one word? Why is nope. this such a secret? Oh, because it's fun. <laughs> Solely and only because it's fun. It's fun for me. And, it's fun and, for and, you, right? I'm like, what kind of word would you not have had an exposure to unless it's in another language? Well, and and, and look, this isn't all words I haven't had any exposure to, but they they are contextually the, they're going to be different. They're on the periphery of my of my vocabulary because they're they're not daily experiences. They're tangential words. Yeah, yeah, tangential. No, I've got all the genital related words. I've I've got you got those down. Yeah, because I got a T-shirt at a George Carlin T-shirt concert years ago with Uh, all those words you can't say. Yeah, I've got all the all the tangential uh, (laughs) words uh, down. So anyway, that that's kind of related to this, isn't it? Oh, it's totally related to it. You know, I mean, to me, where I started thinking really was probably a little bit more um, in, in response and reaction and, and, and in, in probably response to just a lot of that pressure for kids to be reading and kids to be writing and, and, and felt that we could take the opportunity to remind our listeners. And, and even though our listeners might not need to be the ones who are reminded, but they're often the ones talking to people who, who might need that reminder that, that children need to hear all of those words and the language and, and have those verbal interactions and hear the rhyming and, and, and play with the sound and hear, hear the patterns and the repetition before they are able to be expected, uh, at least developmentally appropriately anyway, to be reading and writing about that. And and we forget, I think, that we were an oral-based culture before we were literate. And and in when you're having real experiences and your hands are involved, chances are that's going to fire something and kids are going to want to talk about it because it's something different. And as an adult, you know, then that's our role to maybe attach language to it you know, maybe they didn't know how to say like rough and bumpy, but they're feeling sandpaper for the first time. And you kind of plop that language in front of them. And um, yeah, that's just where my brain was going after the last episode. Why are you laughing? Oh, well, Lisa Murphy had another podcast related experience that uh, that rough and bumpy uh, came to mind. Um <laughs> Keep it clean. Oh no, I know. I'll, I'll keep it pretty clean. Um, so uh, look, this is another Brett-related episode. Brett came on, and Brett, we're, we're doing this whole series. I don't know if you've heard any of them, but we're doing this whole series where where Brett is trying to to keep me informed of what's going right. on in the world. And so she brings yeah. something. And so <clears throat> she's. We did a whole forty-five minute hour-long episode where she was explaining to me her her daily uh, face process all oh of the goodness. stuff and yeah. and and i found out there there were all kinds of ointments and ooey gooey things involved and everything and so after recording that episode tasha brought me home a a jar of of mm, mm, coconut lime body scrub 
because because she'd heard me talking to Brett about all this stuff and and it sat around for a little over a month um and then and then I tried it um and it was on my body I mean and my face but um and it was itchy and scratchy um and and bumpy which I I don't you know coconut lime I I I, 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 I'm cool with smelling the way I smell but um the the scratchiness was it was profoundly enjoyable, um, I guess. So I guess, I guess Were what I'm going to say. Were you there afterwards? Did, did, it, did it do its job? Did it exfoliate appropriately? Oh, I was smooth. <laughs> yeah, but you smelled like a margarita. <laughs> well, I mean, even better. <laughs> but, but Tasha really liked me. I smelled like a margarita. It was really smooth. So, coconut-y. Um, so I guess, thanks. Thanks, Brett. Um, but that's uh, the bumpy and uh, okay. That was a totally. But again, but- using new words in the proper context. I mean, that's what I would always tell people is that you know if if kids can walk around and say Tyrannosaurus Rex and 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 you know Stegosaurus, you know you can apply the appropriate language or or a new word that means the same thing, and it just ends up organically broadening you know their experience of whatever is at hand. And, and so those those real experiences and and I mean I was thinking about this the the other day just about I was I was working on something about heavy work you know the everything the activities that push or pull against the body or involve carrying heavy work and and there's so much just from those activities uh, hanging up and upside down or rough and tumble play or or digging in the in the garden so much of those things so many of those things are, are vocabulary related and and so when you get when you get active you when you get active you get verbal is that is that what the thing is i mean when you're just sitting there say that when you're just sitting there with your playstation well i yeah i i don't know i mean if i had to like say something right now i don't know kids playing a playstation game are pretty verbal but it's maybe very specific to what's in front of them but would that be yeah that's true would that be any different? Like if I'm, if I'm making a fire pit fire for the very first time. So it's, know, a, it's, it's, it's new, it's new experience. Maybe a new spark. experience, but then also now let's be honest. I'll own this. Like, am, am I being potentially a little judgy with that? Right. Am I, am I playing that some experiences are better than other experiences? You know, yeah. and I, I think sometimes we can be a little biased that way too. Cause of course my preference is going to be something outside, you know, something in nature, you know, preferably something where there is some heavy work where you're having exposure, exposure to open-ended materials. And, you know, probably occasionally I would say, that I probably give more value. Yeah. And I, I'm Perhaps sure I was just doing that with, right? uh, with the PlayStation. I mean, no. you're, you're probably building all kinds of vocabulary when you're, when you're killing zombies or, 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 uh, and spatial or, or robbing, robbing hookers at, uh, at Grand Theft Auto or whatever it is you do. That's a thing. That's the thing. No, it's, I know. I there, there are, there are people listening to this podcast right now who have people in the other room that are, that are robbing hookers, uh, while they're playing Grand Theft it's Auto. It's, cars, it's, yeah. it's, it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there, there is that there's, there's all kinds of spatial learning and there's some fine motor stuff going on. So there's, 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 okay. So yeah, yeah. I, I do have that bias towards the, the physically active, I guess. And, and, yeah. and I guess you can, you can, uh, you, you pick up vocabulary when you're reading. And, and so there is that sedentary piece where you can be doing that, but 
but still, I like the bias towards the physically active because I think developmentally, there's just more more going on. Well, especially there. with the youngers, and I and I and I think if I had to draw a line in the sand, um, I, I would probably I would probably own that I become a little bit more comfortable with the screen experiences if if the pre if, if the younger ages were more open-ended and sensory i mean that's that's how i think it's been it's been a balance if it's only been one if it's only been screen since you were one and a half or two um to me is a little different and maybe that's me just trying to to rationalize and make room for the fact that the screens are going to be there but if i know that your early years you know, were spent a little bit more, sen- like a little richer, richer sensorial, not just the visual, you know, not just yeah. the touching of the, of the, of the, I don't even know what to call it. Cause I don't even play those games, but whatever the, the, defi- the joystick, the joystick, the, the like, joystick. Like, that's how old I am. Pong, 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 Play, pong, playing pong. space invaders. <laughs> right. But, but if you're, and, and then that's an old soundbite from Bev Boz, you know, children who are growing up in a very screen tech rich environment based environment need a very sensorial rich early childhood experience because it is going to help balance it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would have been much better off if I would have spent less time watching Gilligan's Island and uh, Hogan's Heroes reruns uh, and, and, and been outside actually doing something. Uh, I mean, I've, I've probably got all kinds of uh, coconut based vocabulary that I, I really don't need because of Gilligan's Island. Um, but uh, that's, that's probably a waste of waste of my time. I don't know if that's got anything to do with this episode. Probably not, huh? <laughs> well, it does. If you think about, you know, was it a balanced experience? Like right, right now you're just preoccupied with you. You watched Gilligan's Island a lot, but I bet you were also outside. You know, you did have something that was balancing that screen-based time. Yeah, I was I was outside wishing I had some coconuts so I could build a a, a shortwave radio. So the narrative yeah. could be the TV show that you were watching, right? And, and wishing uh, uh, Marianne would bring me uh, a coconut cream pie. Oh, I, I, I was, bet. I was a bigger Marianne fan than Ginger fan. Um, I, well, I think a lot of people were actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, except we've got a, a full cohort of listeners who probably never watched have no idea Island, what we're which, is, about. which is really sad um any any other thoughts meanwhile we could sing the song we have another cohort oh. that could actually sing the theme song from it right yeah yeah and and probably at least a couple of listeners who have some sort of uh gilligan's island themed tattoo uh i, oh I would assume no no oh i don't know Hey, I, I hope so. I, I just hope so. I hope. Hey, listeners. You have, you have a, a, hey, hey, listeners, you right? Gilligan's, if you have a Gilligan's Island tattoo. <laughs> please, please send me a picture, a tasteful picture, please. Um, I'd love to know about that. Um, where else do we want to go? I, I, I was thinking, you know, it, and I think so much of language, it's contextual, right? Uh, and, and we've touched, I mean, which is that gets to my my mountain goat thing, but I, I think about snow. There's there's a there's a huge number of, of children that that are exposed to snow based activities because of the the because it's December, but not because, because of the box snow. theme that they're they're engaged oh, yeah, in a, that that have never. I wrote a whole book about that, Jeff. Yeah, that have had, <laughs> never had a snow experience, and so it's 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 about. But it, but it a, is interesting to me. Okay, so you know now that I'm I'm back on the road way more than I have been the last two years, and it's it's been very exciting. Um, it I, I I think I need to own this. It continues to, and I will probably use the word surprise. It continues to surprise me 
how much of a like a like a mind blown reaction body language and sometimes verbal that I get when I when I riff on that at the gigs and talk about, you know, you're in Indiana, you should not have dolphin week as a theme, you know, and then I'm in Orlando. And if I see one more white construction paper, three circled cotton ball snowman in December, I'm going to poke my eyes out with a stick. And I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I know it's probably just because I've, I've been so immersed in this for so long that, that it, it can be surprising to me. Like, why would you spend all that time and, and, and put all that energy into doing this? You don't even have snow. There's not snow within four hours of here. Why are you talking about snow? Yeah. Yeah. It's not real. And, it's not and, a real experience. It, well, I mean, it's so many early learning people now I'm guessing in their, because I mean, the, the younger younger population working in the field, I'm guessing, um, were, were brought up more on vocabulary lists and, so and those kind of things. Maybe. And they, they kind of experienced what they're, what they're teaching. Right. And so, yeah, sure. and so it's, it's easier to, to buy into that. Even when I was looking for my, 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 my new vocabulary, I, I did some, some, some Google searching and, and the first five things that came up were, were, were just vocabulary lists. Um, really? Yeah, the, the, to related to to the the thing, uh, but but um, so I think they're that it's it's so pervasive that I uh, here's here's this word, and here's the definition of the word, and now I've told it to you, so now it should be in your brain. Right. But that's not. And it's not going to be in your brain unless it's been not, in your hand. That's I mean, not, not the to, way your brain works. Oh, no, not to soundbite it, but that's true. If you want them to know about it, they got to be interacting with it. They got to touch it and smell it and taste it and fiddle with it and break it and take it apart and look inside of it. And, and if it's way too abstract, they're not going to be able to do that. And so and then I fuck up a lot of stuff to do with a dolphin. Right. <laughs> you got to take it apart and play with it. Now, if, if you're so if you're in what well, Lisa Murphy is saying, if you're in, in Indiana and you want to talk about dolphins, you need to bring you need a to dolphin have, in. You need to have you need to have that that big tank. But you maybe inside you want to because you, you don't want to leave that you can get some bad weather in Indiana. You got it's got to be inside the building, the big dolphin tank. And they come with that crane thing where they got the dolphin and the little the little uh, the little hangy thing and uh they're the people the thing with the, the hangy thing yeah spraying spraying it down with water and the little crane lifts it in and and then and then you have that whole flipper experience uh i i feel i know a lot about dolphins because i watched after, you watch flipper after gilligan's island there's some dolphins in gilligan's island i think once in a while but uh watch flipper flipper um, flipper didn't, wasn't wasn't flipper like a crime fighting dolphin didn't I don't remember. I, I think, only. I think there's those those kids, and they had. I remember a kid and, and the the dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they saw. I remember crime. the song. It was like that it was like a a water based lassie. Um, this 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 yeah. kid. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so we've we've gone. It to them or the them end. to it. We'll 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 throw another sound bite out with when what? it comes to experiences. Are we able to bring it to them? or them to it and not oh. to oversimplify it, but there you go. Can they so, go? Can we go see a dolphin? Yes. Uh, All right. Well, that's different. 
oh, that would probably be much easier than bringing the dolphin, the touring dolphin. <laughs> I, was, right. I was thinking Some that could be mobile, a business. So you mobile, a mobile, a mobile dolphin. kind of thing. <laughs> you can just have those, you can have those uh, tubes that, uh, you know, those hamster tubes. Yeah. You can have dolphin, dolphin in tubes it? in your program. Okay. This is dolphins from the law. I think that'd be great. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> sure. It's got to be hey. real. Make it hey, real, make it real, make, make it real, make it real. So video dolphins, does that count? Okay, so hold on, though. That's that's a conversation because that comes up a lot. That comes up and like, what about dinosaurs? That always comes up too. Is where did it come from, though? You know, where is it D-Week? And that's why we're doing dolphins? Or or is somebody in the room actually interested in dolphins? And we, I, I, I just don't think we, for, I think we forget about that. You know, nobody's learning anything about anything unless they're interested in it. Right. You cannot make anybody learn anything unless they want to be there. And if they want to be there, then they're going to pick it up because they're interested in it. So, yeah, I, just, so if, I mean, if Kimberly goes uh, goes to Florida and visits grandma and goes out on a dolphin cruise and sees uh, uh, mommy and daddy and baby dolphins jumping in the, uh, the the wake of the boat and has this really amazing dolphin experience, then Kimberly's going to come back to the classroom and talk about But that also that also that doesn't mean that I need to turn it into a theme, right? It, yeah. it could just be a day of everybody talking about dolphins and then maybe somebody else has a dolphin story. But then who knows? then maybe the next day it still is a part of their play meanwhile i'm living in the middle of you know the united states i don't have access to a dolphin we don't have a sea world here we can't go on a field trip so then i'm going to make it as developmentally appropriately inappropriate as possible right so maybe we will watch a video of a dolphin or maybe we will get some books about dolphins but it doesn't mean i have to turn it into a theme. I, I joke that you don't need to fold, spindle, or mutilate in, it into a teachable moment just because the kids are interested in it. So you got to find that middle ground. Like you, you know, just just because it's come out doesn't mean we need to like run with it and 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 turn it into a project. You know, it could just be some conversation over snack. But if it turns into something, then as the teacher, it's on me to be like, all right, you know, what kind of materials might enhance this or give it some more clarity for them. It's all like in the moment though. It's not, you, you, it's all making midstream adjustments and real time decisions. Uh, we got to do some role playing. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So you're going to be, you're going to be a classroom teacher. Kimberly just came back and she's been interested in, in, uh, in, in dolphins and you are calling Jeff's pop-up dolphin play. Uh, okay. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, how are you? Is this Jeff's pop-up dolphin? Yeah, this is Jeff. Jeff's uh, pop-up dolphin play. Uh, what can I do for you? Well, um, I am a preschool teacher, and mm -hmm. one of the children in my class just came back from a, uh, a cruise kind of vacation experience in Florida. Oh, great, and great. super, super got a lot of exposure to dolphins um, and, and has a lot of stories and stuff to talk to us about. And I um, you know, was Googling dolphins and found you, and I'm, I'm wondering what you might be able to um, offer us here. We're, we're in the Midwest, and uh, you know, clearly we don't have a lot of access 
Oh, well, well, I'm glad my ad words are working. That's great. That's great to hear. Glad you called. Um, so look, what we what we do is we have a a, a conversion van uh, with a with a large tank in back and and then a, another follow up van that follows behind that. And what we can actually do is we can bring we can bring Miffy, our uh, our, our, our pet dolphin. She's about 14 years old, uh, mother of three. Uh, we can bring her and uh, two of the babies one when he uh, he's, he stays back and and helps with some paperwork back in the office uh working for it. he's kind of interning uh we can bring them out to your program and uh, we set up a tank in your in your play area usually we gotta kind of maybe move the block area to the side and and take down the dramatic play area for for a couple days because it's kind of a big tank uh we set that up uh usually with the water pressure in most programs uh it takes about three and a half days to fill up the tank and uh and then the 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 van with uh miffy shows up when the tank is full and you know we gotta we gotta get it, uh, get the, uh, the salinization right and everything. And, and, uh, and then, uh, we bring her in, we airlift her in. Can, um, how, how hard would it be to remove, uh, uh just a section of, of roof from your program? This seems a little bit more intense. I thought maybe you were just going to maybe show up with a, some kind of a tank on the back of a truck or something. And the kids could, you know, almost like a, a mobile, like a oceanography kind of experience, like a, a little mobile aquarium, um, experience. That's not, you're, you're not, that, able that to... sounds like weak ass bullshit to me. Uh, no, we want the kids to have a real swim with dolphins experience. And so we'll, we'll need to take out a small swim section. With them. I I'm not, I'm not, I'm not well, sure. So we'll that... need to take out a small section of roof and, uh, we'll lower Miffy in. Um, the kids will have to be really quiet. This is best to do on like a Friday afternoon after you close so she can get, uh, acclimated over the weekend. And then, uh, the, the following, uh, Monday, the kids can come in, they can feed her some mackerel slices. Uh, what we what we like to do so it's a, a a really immersive experience is we bring in the live mackerel and uh, and then let the kids whack them with hammers and uh, and then feed them to to, to Miffy uh, and and then after a couple of days uh, we we've got uh, the kid size scuba gear and snorkeling gear depending on what what they're comfortable with they can get in the tank with her and actually uh, have a have a full dolphin experience. Wow, this sounds like something again a, a little bit more intense than than what I was than I, what I was looking to. Uh, to do I, and 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 also I'm I, I'm thinking this this might be more advantageous for the poor dolphin if it was more of a permanent structure as opposed to all this transition and being airlifted and acclimating and you know, I, I'm not really sure this is the direction that I'm looking to go. Well, let me tell you, Miffy is very well paid. Um, like I said, she, she, I mean, she's got a lot of pull here. I mean, we didn't want to hire her son to do that internship. I mean, he has flippers for God's sake. He, he can, Look, he can he can he can type about four and a half words a minute with his flippers. I mean, so uh, but anyway, she's got a lot of pull with the agency. She's actually a a a a a, a part owner, and and so she's she's living a pretty good life. Uh, Where are you located, actually? Um, uh, Toronto, Toronto, and yeah. and you would be driving down. I, I you know I'm really kind of thinking this is going to be a little cost prohibitive, you know, for our small childcare center. Uh, you know, uh, 1999 a child travel 1999 a child mm. Canadian uh, uh no 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 U.S. I, I'm sorry I converted it for you uh it, interested um you know I think I'm gonna get back to you I'm gonna talk to the parents and um maybe talk to a couple of the other teachers and see if we uh want to collaborate for this but but thanks we, for your we time do, we do we wait, wait we, we do have another option where we could send you a a couple stuffed dolphins and a a spray can full of dolphin scent if you'd be mm. interested in that 
Well, I'll keep that in mind. I think in the interim, I'm going to see what actually might be a little bit more local in our uh, community. So, okay. so thank you. Okay. Well, thanks, thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Uh, hey, fuck Miffy. M- Miffy, she didn't, she didn't buy. M- Miffy, we've got to, what? No, I love you too. <laughs> no, Miffy, I'm sorry. I, I thought the business was going to work. I, I know I left my, I left my wife for you. This was, <laughs> yes, I know. I love you too, honey. And scene. Because he was married to the dolphin. <laughs> I got it. I got it. This has been the Child Care Barn Grill Podcast. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The a Canadian dolphin. <laughs> All righty then. Uh, what the hell would you call that episode? Uh, Pop-up dolphin play? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.